Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the, I almost said our other podcast. <laughs> well, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to another episode of Brokerpreneur Podcast. I'm Dr. Ben Spears, the ambassador of Flow. I'm here as always with the big guy himself, Matt Vi. What's up, dude? Man, just living the dream. Living the dream, Dr. Ben, ambassador of Flow, man. Living the dream. Loving being in the studio here, in the new studio. That's yeah. Awesome, yeah. right? Yeah, we got so many cool things. Like this is just this is just the beginning oh, tip of, the um, of, of what of what's to come. So, um, let's dive let's dive right into it, Matt. Right. So, yep. um, you, you know the routine. Tell us a little bit about um, you know what we're going to be talking about, and then I'll you know thank everybody for showing up, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, uh, so we've touched on stuff a little bit similar to this before, but we're going to dig into this one because this one's important. And okay. anytime you know when stuff comes up in the in our coaching calls a lot. Yep. That's when I know it's time for us to go back and dig into that a little bit more, especially when the same question comes up from different people in different parts of the country yep. asking about it. I'm like, okay, we need to we need to roll our sleeves up and dig into that a little bit more, help everybody with it, and then of course dig in more in our in our coaching sessions. But we're going to talk about how many recruiting buckets people have, right? And so yep. the whole buckets thing, you know, pretty soon I'll be able to have a little pointer thing and point on here and draw and all that kind of stuff, right? Is that? Yeah, I mean, we're born with one. No, that's not what we're talking about. And and you guys, this is uh, for the audio only people. I was waving my hands around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> pointing at the, uh, yeah, pointing at the screen, yeah, behind us. screen behind us. Yeah. So pretty soon we'll be able to uh, we'll be able to do that. And I'll give my uh, give my graphic of what buckets are actually like. But here's the here's the the bottom line point: the recruits that you're dealing with, you're trying to get all of them into the same place, so it's easy to manage the amount of people that you have in your pipeline. Right. Yep. You do that from pouring your buckets into like a bigger bucket. That's why I use the words buckets. So that's what we're going to talk about today is how many recruiting buckets people should have. And then what are some examples of ones they could have? Yeah. So it's like taking cups and pour them into a bucket. <clears throat> yep. Um, guys. So we could say 10 minutes if you would have just said that. I think I, I know, just, rambled, I just but, said that. Anyway, right, thanks for sorry. watching. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, guys, uh, do me a favor. Wherever you're watching this right now, hit that follow and subscribe button. There's no better time than the present than to go to prospectboomerang.com. Um, join our free real estate recruiting mastermind. Just, just click that green button at the top right, and uh, and and I'll send you an invite. Yep. So, um, Matt. Yeah. Buckets, cups, Kentucky Fried. Are we talking Kentucky Fried Chicken? I wish we were. I'm starving. <laughs> I'm, 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 Man, well, I love yeah. Kentucky Fried Chicken. I love Popeye's Chicken. Yeah. If you're going to talk about chicken, Popeye's Chicken is like the best spicy chicken in the world. I'm trying to get sponsored by Popeye's, I guess. No, I'm, uh, I'm from Kentucky, so I can't even, I'm not even going to talk to you. Uh, so what give us give us some examples of of some buckets Mm -hmm. cups right and then and then you know just give people context most people know what a bucket is but yeah just give people context if they don't yeah so so what you're doing is you're basically scooping up a whole bunch of nothing in a bucket right and then you're pouring in pouring it into something else that can filter it Yep. Right. So whenever we talk about people smiling and dialing, right, just picking up the phone and calling whoever and calling 800 people and hoping that they get one that's an appointment that they can sit down with and hopefully throw into their into their office. You know, the, the issue with that is there's no there's not a filtering process. Right. And so what they do is they spend a ton of time making phone calls and then they spend a ton of time with the appointment and the interview process. And then they spend a ton of time possibly hiring that person only to find out it's not the right person. Yeah. So that's what buckets kind of do. Buckets allow you to kind of start categorizing and filtering through things as you're adding those people to uh, to a systemized way of staying in contact with them, yeah. with, with them as a whole, right? So <clears throat> does, does something have to 
be in place? That's my this is my question. Does yeah. something have to be in place for a certain amount of time for you to say this is this is my one of my buckets? Because it's really easy. To be like, yeah. well, I, got, you know, I used that bucket last week, right? Right, and, and it got so dirty, I didn't want to, I didn't want to clean it. Right, so I just went ahead and I just got this other bucket. Went down to Lowe's and bought another <laughs> yeah, bucket for four ninety eight. Yeah, it's just cheaper to buy a bucket, <laughs> right, than it was to clean out that bucket. Yeah. It was a full, of, it was a mess, right. So, uh, so yeah, you've got, okay. So that, uh, you know, so many things that we talk about, I always relate back to sales, yeah. right? And the, and the reason why is because for a point of context for a lot of people, a lot of brokers, it's important that they have that, that they're able to go, okay, when I was a sales associate, when I was selling things, this is what I did. And that makes sense to me. Now, how do I do when I was good at that? How do I apply that to what I'm doing in recruiting? Right. Right. So that, that's what, that's what I'd like to do. So the best way to look at that is as far as the buckets that they've used, instead of just throwing the, throwing them out, would you, would you send postcards out to a neighborhood one time and go, Holy crap, postcards don't work because I sent them out and I didn't get six listings off of it. Would I, or do people? (laughs) Good point. (laughs) (laughs) So, that's what you have to do with your buckets. That's what you have to keep in mind. You have to say, okay, am I, uh, am I doing this the right way? Is there, is there enough opportunity inside the, the, the bucket that I'm using in order for me to get the results that I want? So let me, I'm going to be a little bit obscure for a minute. I know it's not like me. Okay. You're not obscure, Brian. I got to say one thing because it's relevant and in a second it won't be relevant. Right. I did send out like postcards Uh one time and got a listing out of it. And then stop sending. <laughs> then, so then I can we edit that out of the <clears throat> podcast? Because <laughs> no, that's all right. So this is this is the time when you take what we've said and you don't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm just saying. I'm so, just trying to be authentic, Matt. Hey, and that um, was and, and listen, that was that's as authentic as you get, yeah. right? And and unfortunately, people do that with recruiting. Yeah. Right. So my guess isn't that you did, that you looked at that and went, Oh my gosh, that didn't work. That's not how you looked at it. You saw that it worked. You got busy with other things. You started doing other things. There was other things that distracted you or you getting advice from somebody else or whatever it was that kind of took you down a path that pulled yep. you away from that. Right. That's what we have to make sure that shiny object syndrome that we've talked about in so many podcasts, that's what people have to not get caught up in. Yeah. Just, okay? just so everyone knows what, what, what happened there was, I wanted to market in a, in a certain way. I'm a very digital type person. And so I wanted to market in a, in a certain way. And, but I didn't have at the time the capital to, to split my, right. To split my marketing in all these different directions. Right. And so, you know, it's part of the strategy. Like when I coach agents, that kind of thing to tell them like, okay, we need to head down some print now. Right. Like we've gotten our, our foothold. But yeah, at the time it was just like, yep. gosh, I hated taking it away from that. Mm-hmm. But I just, I was, I was, I was basically going to run in the opposite direction of what I was right. really trying to do with my, with, with my marketing. Absolutely. Um, and I just didn't want, I didn't, I didn't want to throw that away because I was mentally, I was vested in this and this was a, I want to call luck right. sending postcards once and getting a listing right. out of it. Um, this was, this was just a, um, a one-time shot that I was like, I'm just going to see what happens here. That that makes absolute one hundred complete sense, one hundred percent complete sense. Do I I still get to make fun of you for that though, right? I mean, is that no? You can make fun of me all, all you want. Okay. You know, there's no way you can keep up. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so uh, so those postcards yep. and people sending postcards out and everything. 
the the key thing is people look at that and they and they don't take uh, they don't take note of all the truth of what's going on. Yeah. Okay. What I mean by take note of the truth, let's say that we're gonna we're gonna market in a certain subdivision. Let's go back to what what a lot of managers know uh, is is farming, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because either they did it or they're teaching people to do it. So so they're so they're farming. They would not tell someone to only farm or market in a in a neighborhood and send those postcards out one time. Yes, okay? of course. Right. So the reason why they would know that doesn't work is because let's say that in that subdivision, there's somebody that's been in that subdivision for 30 years. You're not going to just roll up with one postcard and knock them out of the saddle. Right? Yeah. That's not the way that, that's not the way that works. And, and also if you send something out and in that subdivision, there's a super low turnover rate. Yeah. Right. There's 0.00002% turnover rate biannually. Right. right? You're not going to get a postcard. That's, the odds are of getting that post. Okay. So, so whenever you're looking at your buckets, you have to, you have to take that same exact lesson and apply it to what's happening from a recruiting perspective. Don't try something one time, apply it to the wrong audience, do it the wrong way and then say, Oh, that doesn't work. Yeah. That's just stupid. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> That's just right. It, it doesn't make any sense. Don't do that. It's yep. okay. So, so in, in your, in your situation, what you did is you said, Hey, look, the postcards, I love it that I got some business off of that. And I tried that and that's how that worked, but I'm going in this direction. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's what people need to do is they need to stay really focused. Like when we had Lacey on, on, uh, in the, in the elevate event, I think she was yep. in elevate, right? So, yep. and, and also, uh, also excite. Oh, uh, when she was in there, she said, get good at really one of these things and then yep. expand into the other ones. She didn't say, don't expand into the other ones. Right. She said, be very focused, get good at one, get your audience, do what you need to do and, and, and work on that one and then get good at the other ones, which is what you were doing. Yep. Which is what, which is what brokers need to do when they're recruiting, right? Get your analytics, get everything together. Who is it that's going to fit well in your office? Who are you most, you know, being authentic? Who are you most likely to attract? Get all that information together. Figure out what that bucket is for you, and then and then work on that bucket. Yeah. So I have I have clients that 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 we talk to on a regular basis. That one of them. Uh, loves walking into open houses and having conversations with brokers in open houses. Okay. Yep. That's not something that I did, but I can help, I, I can help them. With Absolutely. That. Some of them like co-op calls. Some of them like the pending calls. Some of them like the, the, the open house protocol that we got. Some of them like the yard sale protocol to, to generate recruiting opportunities. Yep. All of these different ways of being able to do this. Some of them want the, some of them want the phone calls. Some of them like cold calling people and then sorting through things so that they're, so that they actually, uh, uh, through their appointment and interview process, that's when they're doing the heavy part of their filtering. All of these are different ways that they can get those opportunities to come in, like postcards, yep. like sending out letters to new licensees. There's Absolutely. a bunch of different ways that, that they can do that. But the key is, who is your audience and which bucket fits them? And then give it the right amount of time in order for it to have the chance to succeed, just like you would in geographic farming as an example. Hey guys, this podcast is powered by Prospect Boomerang. We all know broker owners struggle with profitability. Prospect Boomerang compounds your profits by recruiting the best agents to your brokerage. For consistent growth, visit prospectboomerang.com. Yeah, absolutely. And, and this podcast is a perfect perfect example of exactly what we're talking about. Um, you know, when we first wanted to to reach out, meet brokers, you know, share our message and and, and really help every, you know help everybody by, by being part of their win. Um, there's so many different avenues that we, mm-hmm. that we could have, we could have done that. We could have started doing live events or we could have, you know, created a vlog, um, online, or we could have just started sending letters to everybody, you know, handwritten right. cards left and right. Right. And, but, but 
we said, you know, he's like, no, let's, let's start sharing what, what we're doing through right. a podcast. And I remember, you know, we'd put out one podcast and be like, oh, I got, we got one view. And it was like my mom. Right. Right. And then, you know, 10 or 12 podcasts um, later, you know, we're up to five. Right. And it was like, yes, yeah. so everybody's like, high five. You know, this thing, this thing's wrong. Right. You know, now we're, we're well past, you know, not, not even just listens, 5,000 downloads um, of our podcast. And you can go back and there's hundreds of views of those first Right. Uh, podcasts that we're just getting one and two because we didn't, you know, we didn't get, we're 135 podcasts in with this one. Right. Okay. Um, we didn't get to 20 and say like, Psh, right. This isn't working. Right. <laughs> right. I didn't get a listing. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't get a <laughs> listing out of this. Yeah. 20 whole podcasts. Right. Um, you know, uh, push forward. And that's exactly what we're talking about with, 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 with these, other, with these, uh, other buckets. Yep. Right. It's just, Choose one, choose a couple, whatever. Right. Stick to it. Become become a master of that, and you're you're just not going to be a master at it the first right. time. Right. right. Go back and listen to our first podcast. Yeah. Right. We were not masters. Right. <laughs> right. And but you keep getting better every single time, or you see like, man, yep. this is what works. You know that I love A/B testing. Right. Right. So like, send a postcard here, send a postcard there. Do a podcast here, do a podcast there. See see what gets better results. Um, you know, testing subject lines and all that kind of thing of your email marketing. So, um, same thing with scripts, right? Right. If you're recruiting with one script, you know, the next 25 people that you call recruit with a different script. Yep, absolutely. Right? And what's, what's, what's going to happen is you're going to, you're going to say, man, I really like a little bit of this script a, right. I really like a little bit of script B and now you're molding them together and you're building 100%. like a, like a super script. That's right. And so, um, so yeah, just, just, you're, you're exactly right as usual. Yeah, so, well, I appreciate that. So, so, and uh, and you bring up a great point, just like usual. <laughs> <laughs> so, compounding your results, yep. you have to compound your results. You got to close the gap, and 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 so you having uh, you having different buckets allows you to close that gap as long as you're actually tracking the information the way you need to be tracking the information, right? So, so uh, you know, one of the questions I get all the time, got it today, as a matter of fact you know, how many buckets should I have? Right. That's yep. what that's okay. Yep. So, so ultimately, uh, in my opinion, you're going to have five. Okay. Mm -hmm. Whether you're a company or an individual, you're going to have five. Now that is well oiled machines cranking out opportunities constantly. Right? Yeah. That's yeah. That's like, that's like once they're, once they're efficient, Absolutely. you know, put, put, put it, put in, put in play, tested over and yep. over and over. And it's just, when you want when you want appointments, you flip the switch. That's right. Yeah. And and to to be clear about this, well, <clears throat> the point that we coached that that we coach to is so that the broker is the broker, the person in charge of recruiting, is only dealing with interviews. Right. The appointments are going to be set up a completely different way. Exactly. Okay. So that's a, a whole different conversation, right? But but you want to have those buckets that you like the results that you're getting from those buckets because yep. you've picked them the right way. You got to be ready to throw them away. That one's not working. I don't like it. I'm not going to do that one anymore. You got to be able to throw that one away. But but you also have to be able to take the ones that you can see certain results on and go, okay, I want to dig into that more. Yeah. And you have to be able to go deeper, which is what you were talking about, closing the gap on that, right? Yep. You got to go between where you are and where you want to be. You have to continue working and testing and measuring until you can close that gap. Yeah. And we always talk about, you know, a quality pipeline versus just having a pipeline. Oh, yeah. And so I want to throw this out here just a little bit to, to make sure that everybody understands. Let's say you turn on this pipeline and it's, um, you know, it's, Sorry, it's that was loud. That was like the ice. I didn't mean to cut. No, it's okay. That's okay, man. I'm used to it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let, let, let's say it's this pipeline, you know, you, you, you're putting out some Facebook ad, let's say, yep. 
and and it's just like killing it with appointments, right? Right. And then these and then these these agents come in, and it's like, gosh, like every agent that I get from that whatever that ad was, mm-hmm. or something in you know, let's see, it's even back like in a newspaper, right? Right. Everything that I get from that, you know, I put this thing in the Cra- in Craigslist, hiring up everything. Everything I get from that is yeah. like not a good fit. People want want to start, yeah. but man, like they're just not a good fit for mm-hmm. my office. Like chuck that bucket, even though it's working. Right, right, right. Absolutely. Because now you're just wasting. Now you're just wasting time. Maybe one out of every twenty of those that comes in is right. like, you know, fits the culture. Right. But you need to to have a bucket that not only works because most people just say, yeah, I want that one. Right. Right. Give me that one if it works. I don't care who it yep. brings in. You need a pipeline that not only works but also is is driving in the agents that that you want for your office. Like right. it's, so your, your advertising, your markets, your buckets, um, need to match your, your culture inside completely, your office. Yep. Completely agree. Which is why I stopped using the print. Right. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, big picture, mm-hmm. what we want to end up is we want to end up with five. Yep. Small, 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 small picture. If you don't have one that anything is working on, yep. you start with one. Yep. Then we jump to three. And then we jump to five. Yeah. Okay. And and whenever I say jump, that doesn't mean we implement two at a time. It means we implement two between three and five. We implement two. We work on number four a lot. We let five run. We go back and work on five while we're getting the results back from what we did on four. That yep. way we're always kind of toggling back and forth between the two of them so that we're not so that we actually have something to compare it to whenever we're adding these, whenever we're adding these new things. And, uh, and the, and the reason why is, is a, is a simple reason, you know, whenever, you know, uh, you've heard these, the saying, a, a watch pot never boils, right? right? Okay. The truth is it boils at the same exact rate as an unwatched pot. Exactly. Right? exactly. But your perception is what convinces you to change the temperature of the oven. Gotcha. Right. Or of the stovetop. So, so we want to make sure that we're not getting so that our perspective is not so focused that we're not looking at things the right way. Right. So we look at number one because there's so much to learn to get that in place. And then we jump to three and then we jump to, and then we jump to five and, and that can be different from one client to the next, right? That's different from one city to the next, from one brokerage inside one brokerage, from one office to the next, right? Here's another, uh, here's another real quick point. And then we've got a, we've got a really cool action item we'll, we'll get to, but so, you know, you mentioned just a second ago, you got 20 people that come in and you, and all of them are crap, right? You don't yeah. hire any of them. Okay. The flip side is true too. Let me, let me explain this. Okay? okay. Because a lot of people think that if they had eight appointments in a month, that, that if they hired all eight of them, that that was a win, that that was a success. Right. Okay. I'd argue it's not. Yep. Completely okay. agree. Okay. And the reason why is why didn't you have more appointments or is your is your hiring process so flawed and your management group so weak that you're hiring whoever it is that walks in the front door, right? How is it that you had the exact same number of appointments that you did hires? And I don't mean one month, okay? So keep in yes, mind, of right? I'm not talking about like, okay, last month we had eight and eight, right? That's 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 not what I mean. I mean, you had two appointments last month and you hired two people. The month before that, you had five appointments and you hired five people. Right. The month before that, you hired six. Okay, that's a problem. Yes. Right. And, and the reason why is because either you're finding all the right people do more of it. Yeah. Okay. Which is typically not the case. Yes. <laughs> or, or you're, or you're just grabbing on to everybody that walks in the front door. So there has to be a balance between the two of those. And that balance is directly associated with the goal of what you're trying to accomplish from a recruiting standpoint. 
That means you need to be paying attention to it. That means you need to be uh, leveraging the truth in your organization of what it is that you're trying to comp- to accomplish against how you're running your appointments and interviews. Yeah. Okay. My guess would be if that's the case, the the two, the five, the eight, the, all yep. the way back. My guess would be that that if you're a large brokerage, you're paying the manager by the hire. Okay. Yeah. That means, you, okay, so all that does is creates a strain on the system. Yeah, it's just a bonus walking through the door. That's exactly right. Uh, and then the flip side is if you're by yourself and you have a, and you have a history of doing that, then, then you have to be really careful that you're, that, uh, you know, if it's one person this month and one person last month and one person the month before, completely different scenario. But if it's a direct correlation between them, your, your hiring process is not a vetting process the way that it should be. Your hiring, your interview is just turned into a hiring process instead of your interview being a vetting process, which is what it should be. Yeah, and, 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 and a good way of looking at that is like if, if you're talking all the time like, gosh, like I, 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 I spend so much time every, every single day like, you know, answering, answering questions or, you know, doing this, putting out fires, blah, 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 blah. That, you know, that by the time, you know, the day's over and then I get up out of my chair and then I go to my showings and my listing right. appointments, and my open houses oh, yeah. that I'm doing myself to keep the business afloat. Right. Right. That, that, that's a, gr- that's a great window into your, your hiring the wrong people. That's exactly right. Yep. Yeah. Or, or you're keeping the wrong people. Right. That's right. You're, you're, it's one thing to support. Uh, it's support people in their growth yep. and it's completely another to support people in the things they don't want to do. Exactly. A huge difference between the two. Yep. So we got a really cool action item yep. and, uh, and, and so I, I want to dig into it whenever you're ready. You ready? I'm, I'm ready, but I'm going to close it out first before, okay. I, before right. I let you talk. Right. This is my turn. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'll be quiet. <laughs> Guys, if you're listening to this on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, any of those platforms, make sure you hit that follow, that follow button. If you're watching this on YouTube, um, hit that red subscribe button, that bell right beside of it. Get notified every time we drop a new episode. Uh, if you want to watch all these in the same place, go to uh, prospectboomerang.com, click on podcast tab at the top, and they're, they're all there. You can just listen to them while you're working out or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, we, got a, we got a great action item, mm-hmm. right? I don't really know what it is, but I know it's great. Right. Because you came up with it, man. Oh, I appreciate that, Ben. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate that. Yeah, I try to balance out like the, uh, hey, you know, you never let me talk with... You're really good at what you do. <laughs> Somehow that seemed unbalanced. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's just me from my perspective. It's trickery. <laughs> I got another word for trickery, but we won't do that. This, yeah. this I was going to say it. Kids rated podcast. I was going to say it too, but then I'd say, you know what? Better not. <laughs> a Jamaican friend of mine gave me, if you're ever on a coaching call and you want to hear it, a Jamaican friend of mine gave me a perfect word for trickery. I'll tell you some other time. So... Uh, <clears throat> Action item is 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 a pretty uh, uh, is a pretty easy one, but it's a pretty powerful one, right? So, when you're talking to your agents on a regular basis, you know you're connecting with them, you're following up with them, it, whether they're busy or not busy, whether they have uh, deals that are falling apart or their hair's on fire, whatever the situation is, and you're and you're connecting with them on a regular basis. Part of your conversation with them has to be about your company's growth. Okay, there's a real, yeah. uh, real yeah. intelligent way of bringing that uh, uh, and bringing that up, which we go for you know uh, on a pretty regular basis with, yep. our, with our clients. So, so you have to, you have to be really comfortable being able to ask them about the recruiting phone calls that they're getting. Yeah. Okay. Because if you think that your agents aren't getting recruiting calls, you're incorrect. 
They're absolutely <laughs> 100% getting them. Yes. And it's better that you tackle that on the front end and, and that you have that conversation. So I'm calling Ben up, have a great conversation with him and everything. And as I'm wrapping up, I'd say something along the line of, you know, Ben, I, I want a great way of vetting the people that join the office because I'm really protective of the culture overall that we, uh, that we have. <clears throat> You know, what are, what are some of the cool things? I know you probably received some postcards and, 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 you know, you probably went to some open houses and bumped into some brokers and everything. What are some cool things that were really enticing to you as an agent that you looked at from a recruiting perspective that you thought uh, were interesting, that, that right. got your attention, that piqued your, piqued your attention? What you're basically doing is you're asking them to come clean about what it was that somebody else talked about that you liked. Yeah. Right? That's what you're basically saying. Yep. The reason why you're saying this is because you want to hear if they're having those conversations. Yep. Okay. How they respond to that is going to tell you whether or not, hey, wait a minute, they're really at risk. Okay. And and the third thing is, what is it that got their attention? The key thing is, if you've got 10, 20, 30, 50, 70 people in your office, and you hear the same thing between several of them, you know that that's something that would work to attract the right type of people and create that different bucket to start gathering those, those people and those appointments yeah. from because you're reaching out to them in a way that a lot of the agents in your office appreciated being reached out to. You yeah. follow me? Yep, but absolutely. you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, uh, you know, you gotta buckle down, you know, do the gut check and, uh, and, and absolutely have those conversations with your people. You're going to be happy that you had those conversations cause it's going to uncover some stuff that maybe you didn't know was there with some of the people. And if you say it the right way and you approach it, they're going to appreciate that they're getting it off of their, that they're getting it off of their chest. And you're going to be able to appreciate the fact that you found out about them having talked to whoever and what was interesting to them before they're sitting across the desk saying, Hey, I'm going over somewhere else because I thought this was really cool. And you and I had never talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. You make a lot of good point, a lot of good points there. Um, I know that every, every morning I wake up and I get on the scale and I do a gut check. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I'm like, man, I really got to get that off my chest. Right. All <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Matt. Yep. We give these amazing action items yep. to, to, to everybody because we want, we want them, um, you know, to, to, to succeed at just the absolute highest level. Um, we do these podcasts, you know, we're 135, you know, we're 135 in, um, not just because we love the sound of each other's voices or right. the fact that, you know, I go and edit this and listen to our voices again, <laughs> uh, but we do it for one reason and one reason alone. Tell them why that is. Because we just want to be part of their win. Mm-hmm.